welcome back. We're back. Uh, welcome back to Evil Thespian. I'm super excited about this episode because we are here today with actor, writer, director, and athlete, Tara Lane. <laughs> Tara, welcome to Hi. the show. Thank you so Hi. much for having me. Yeah, uh, it's I'm a pleasure to be excited. here. Yes. <laughs> so you are in New York, as far as I understand. Yeah. And how long have you been there? I just passed my six-year mark in September, which mm-hmm. feels absolutely insane. <laughs> I yeah. stayed out in the Rockaways, which is technically still Queens, um, mm-hmm. for a couple of years. And I recently moved back to Brooklyn in February. And nice. I'm yeah. Wow. Whereabouts in Brooklyn? Um, right now I'm in Bed-Stuy, which I love. love I kind that. of, I got a um, hand-me-down apartment from a friend, so. Oh, yeah. yay. That's awesome. Um, Where are I, you at? Also, I'm I, in Chicago. And I just, I just noticed there's someone on the bed. Oh, this, yeah, this is my dog, Dasha. <laughs> Hi. So cute. Hi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my God, please don't make me make an appearance. I know, she's like, just another day. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in Chicago. Uh, I was born here and I've just been in and around the city for most of my life. Um, yeah. I went to Radford University, which is a really small state school in um, uh, it's like Southwestern Virginia area, kind of like middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went to a really small theater program, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. amazing. And are you doing yeah. theater out in Chicago? Um, you know, that's a really good question. I consider Evil Thespian kind of like my, uh, like, the, the yeah. like thespian vocation, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like when I graduated from college, I didn't really, yeah, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do and what being a theater practitioner was going to mean for me after I graduated. Because, you know, you're like, so I guess. It took me six years to like commit to this, what I'm doing now. And that was like, like, I had to do a million other jobs to be like, Okay, we're not gonna yes. quit on ourselves this time. So yeah, honestly, it has been about like well, I graduated in 2016. So yeah, I mean, it's been about like seven, six, seven, eight years. What I I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> However, that is. Flies. <laughs> we're um, not but, doing that. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I started like trying to audition, and I was auditioning a lot, and it wasn't working out. And I was doing like some small like community theater stuff here, but it just didn't really like click with me um, in the city. And yeah, just a bunch of different things happened in my life. And I just like for now, I've just been really invested in being a part of like a the community builder, I guess. You and know, we, like thank you. Like we need you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I think like this podcast is so cool, like featuring um just like different artists and this is obviously not a uh particularly theater is not always the like most lucrative slash it's like mm-hmm. hard to get your just like name out there. So yeah. yeah. And it's like it's a huge need and I'm always like there's a huge uh 
like I feel people are more interested in like community like small like art like art um you know projects than yeah. uh, most people realize and I think it's just uh about trying to find like where to go and who you know because sometimes I go to stuff and I'm like oh how did you figure out like I've like been to like small shows in Bushwick and I'm like oh how did you know to come to this warehouse and yeah like oh I knew a friend of a friend and I'm like wow that is really hard to kind of like be like you feel like somehow like you have to be a part of a scene to know where all the shows are but it's like everybody should like consider themselves a part of the scene you know like everybody absolutely yeah Yeah. so I'm like oh yeah podcast community like this is a completely free podcast too like I don't make any money off of this so I'm like yeah gung-ho about that so yeah that's that's awesome like I, I think like right now um like Broadway particularly has like become so corporate and it feels like like one giant commercial and like also the way that they're able to market too is just like insane Mm -hmm. so it's it definitely is like it's yeah and it's much harder um to find shows like I'm I'm this like the same way and also just like you see like reviews and you're like is this just written because someone paid for this review or is this like actually like cool art um yeah yeah it's like definitely a a crazy world that we're navigating today um and it's like constantly changing oh my gosh it's insane so I wanted to kind of get to know like your backstory you went you're Strasbourgian yeah yeah but I like say that (laughs) very lightly um I did a summer intensive when I was 17 for five weeks Mm -hmm. Um, which I absolutely loved. Um, it, it was the first time that I was like, whoa, um, this is, this, this is serious. Like, you know what I mean? Like this can be, um, like I can really flex this muscle. I would say like I grew up mm-hmm. playing like a lot of competitive sports and I'm not at all relating acting to being competitive, but just that feeling of like, um, pushing your limits a little bit. Um, that was the first time that I experienced that really Um, and then I and I I say lightly Strasburg because then the other time that I did it I was a part-time student when I first moved to New York Um, and that time I was kind of disappointed with the program Mm -hmm. Um, I still found it helpful like I needed something to sort of like get the cobwebs off because I had yeah gone to school for four years and studied nutrition and dietetics because I thought that Mm -hmm. I needed to do something quote unquote smart um (laughs) and uh then I travel I've I've lived in Australia for a year managed a cafe in this like holistic naturopathy clinic and then I traveled for almost a year before moving to New York and like deciding Mm -hmm. I'll try out acting and essentially that was because I was scared of doing hospitality for my entire life and then I was mm-hmm. in Australia like managing this cafe and they offered to sponsor me to stay and I was like shit <laughs> I didn't do acting wow. and I'm still in hospitality yeah um, well when you were abroad like what kind of things I I mean I last time I went on a like trip kind of a solo trip by myself I went to Portugal and I just like 
it just feels yeah. so good to be in a completely new place and get another totally. perspective and like what kind of introspection was going on when you were <laughs> traveling this is a bit of a heavy <laughs> question oh <laughs> um yeah to, to I don't want to like gloss over this but my mm-hmm. my mom died when I was 20 and it sort of mm-hmm. was like this like I need to it felt almost like this escape and like I need to go find myself I wasn't in therapy it took me way mm-hmm. too long to get into therapy for that but mm-hmm. um yeah I went to Australia to sort of like it, it kind of felt like this like self-proving that I needed mm-hmm. to do of like yeah. I can move somewhere without knowing anyone like start my life get a job like mm-hmm. <laughs> make my own bank account like put my own yeah. phone bill like those kinds of things like it was sort of mm-hmm. like this because I think my mom was like a huge just support system in general mm-hmm. so um and then I did like a really long hike and that was sort of like this that was mm-hmm. where a lot of the introspection <laughs> of course yeah yeah so wow well I mean that's incredible <laughs> like I'm really well first of all I'm sorry very sorry for your loss but I mean thank you so, it's so an incredible that. I mean that sounds like such a a weight of emotions to be yeah. kind of riding on when you're kind of alone uh like I'm someone that is like an extrovert so like I love like traveling and like but then if I'm like alone too much I'm like I start hearing voices I'm like, time to podcast yeah (laughs) Yeah, it was interesting like hiking I I journaled every day but I also like talked to myself a lot and Mm -hmm. I think for me it was like I was too and I still I still do that um uh I I talked to my my I have a parrot as well and like yeah (laughs) and it's like yeah crazy might seem crazy but whatever no Um. I I literally talk to myself every single day and I even talk to myself like when my husband's around he will just say like he'll he will laugh at me and I'm just like listen I'm just having a conversation yeah (laughs) with myself you know yeah (laughs) I need to like talk this through and there is Mm -hmm. something like so amazing about like saying things out loud um yes yeah someone once said to me like words are spells and I'm just I'm I'm very cautious I think of that too and I think like the things that I do say out loud it's like yeah things that I want or need to be solidified or like more Mm -hmm. understood um Mm -hmm. so yeah when I was hiking I hiked for two and a half months I did like the South Island of New Zealand Mm -hmm. um and it was like singing songs to myself like and it was literally Mm -hmm. about like the things that I was like seeing and whatnot Mm -hmm. But it was also just felt like this sort of like kind of trying to untangle different relationships and emotions um, and like grievances. So yeah, yeah it was really, wow. it was a, the precursor to therapy and then therapy yeah. was really like, okay, you need a professional. <laughs> I know there, there comes a point when you're dealing with like such a significant life, life-changing loss in your life where like, I like experienced like a huge, huge loss, like not a like death or anything. I just experienced kind of a loss in my life this year. And there came a point where it's like, my family was super supportive. My husband was supportive, 
but then there were just a lot of things like I can only repeat myself so much until it's like everybody is just like repeating themselves like telling me the same thing and it's kind of like I'm like everybody's just like softly saying you need to speak to a professional um and yeah saying things out loud when like you already know like there are things I'm like very intellectually aware of but then when I say them out loud I'm like it almost makes it more it's material it literally is materializing yeah um, sure. it helps a lot with like processing for sure um but Absolutely. I was so after your your trip and you're coming back into the city um what were like think a few things that you like started attacking in terms of like projects oh man um I I I was really overwhelmed when I got to New York City mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like even like I had some 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 old friends here but I think like one thing that I really um I mean I wish I I I needed to learn even not needed to learn but I learned quickly was like for me Tara entering into the city yes, old friends and people around need to be there for support, but I also needed to start finding like who I was. And I Mm -hmm. think that that took like, honestly, like three and a half years and a pandemic and therapy Mm -hmm. and like quitting on myself, like trying different jobs. Like, Mm -hmm. and so um, I, I quickly got on backstage uh, whilst I was at Strasburg or like right after mm-hmm. even though like the, the professors and this is something I didn't like were kind of like encouraging people not to like you're not ready blah blah, oh, blah. and weird. I was kind of yeah right I know I know, there, I know. that's not the that. only instant that's not the, like that's not the first time I've heard that too there's another I talked to someone else I don't know what yeah. school it was but it's a weird thing you would think it's a, that it's totally I mean like yeah to be, but I know at least for me like um there's the best way for me to learn is just to do it fuck up of and sorry, I don't know if I can swear but um no, you mess can. Up. yeah okay cool yeah. um yeah mess up and then like try again or like learn yeah. something from it and um so I quickly got on backstage and was actually getting like lots of gigs mm-hmm. but I was applying to everything like yeah everything and a lot of the pro I mean I would say yeah pretty much all of the projects that I was working on not all of them but a lot most of them were things that just did not match my taste Mm -hmm. um and so that's I think like kind of where burnout comes out of is that like your excitement um isn't being fueled by joy like the joy of it Mm -hmm. um it's being like fueled by this like necessity or like thinking that this is like what you have to do yeah um, to, to do it and and I do think that 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 was necessary like ultimately mm-hmm. I learned a lot from that like I learned very quickly I wasn't going to do background like I learned yeah. very quickly like I was I didn't want to do music videos um and or not even that I didn't want to but that that mm-hmm. wasn't what my goal was um mm-hmm. and so but I did, I ultimately got kind of burnt out. I also learned that like, it takes so long sometimes for you to get this work back, 
especially when it's like people's passion projects and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or like I did like an one of the first things I did was like an evil lives here. Like oh, wait, what? Like do you know this? Like <laughs> um, but it's like, <laughs> it's like it's very melodramatic. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, it's like okay. <laughs> you're reenacting people mm-hmm. like these like really traumatic awful oh my gosh murders. I know I did one of those uh when I was uh in college I think I did yeah. this or maybe I was in high school I did a show exactly like a like reenactment murder show and it was real. gruesome and yeah but it's a, like these a are, real story yeah. Yeah. It's a real story, and they're like trying to make you look like the person, blah blah. blah. And it was so, literally it's the only reason that I got the role was like, oh my god, I don't even want to go into like what the backstory no, I, was. No, I totally. Theater, but it was just like girl cry, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and and I swear to God, like I started getting booked for sad girl a lot, and that was something wow. that, I, that was that was something that I did learn that was a good thing was that I. Mm-hmm um look I could look either um I could I mean I think a lot of people can emote and but I I could Mm -hmm. connect with the sadness that's very (laughs) Um, powerful yeah Yeah. so that's like gold (laughs) that was something that was something that we learned that's really something I don't even want to like talk about or mention what the murder was on my episode that I did because these shows like they go they to look- the most gruesome, disgusting, lowest cases, and it is so sad. <laughs> it is so sad. They're like, it's like clickbait. Like, what? No, it what is, is going to get us. Yeah, um, the most disgusting, like sad, yeah. <laughs> devastating. Oh gosh. Yeah. And gr- but, oh, oof. but anyway, fast forwarding. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. After that, I kind of like quit. Not quit acting, but like like quiet quitting um yeah like mm-hmm. I started a nonprofit with some friends I like started doing a little bit of like comedy sketch comedy with a friend just mm-hmm. because it was like something that I was like oh I have control over this like I can write it like and honestly the taste wasn't there yet either like it mm-hmm. was like okay we're like getting somewhere and like there was mm-hmm. like progression but I also realized like I really like comedy but like the comedy mm-hmm. person that I was working with like there was definitely like a difference there and like Mm -hmm. we were getting somewhere and like they were blending but I was also recognizing like I think I want more like dramedy if I'm gonna do it like Mm -hmm. more on the drama um and then I got into advertising I worked a year in advertising wanted to blow my brain out yeah my creativity just like I got (laughs) you dry I got fired from my second agency I worked at (laughs) the biggest blow to my ego and the biggest blessing in disguise like I was like oh my god like how like I'm good at this like I swear and it was no like like, and and it doesn't even it's more that they just realize that like you are not going to conform like I actually think that that was like the Mm -hmm. reason was like you're not gonna like stay late to like have drinks with like the team and oh, like you, you're like, not gonna I, do drugs with us and, yes exactly no, I was like yeah no I'm, my job here is done I'm going home exactly <laughs> I'm gonna you're go, not gonna like, like, like 
Exactly. You're not going to stay after hours and oh my like God, I it. I mean, yeah. just what walk around the office, like cracked out, like talking yeah. about Red Bull and like, oh my God, <laughs> what we're we like doing for this pitch or, you know, yeah. or we're talking, or, we're or, talking to like Jack Daniels meeting tomorrow. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. I work for Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that, wait, that is so funny. I, because we, we had, uh, anyways, we had a real, I had like knew these people that had a relationship with Buzz, Budweiser, which is a huge, huge company. I think they have like market share of like the whole, uh, like, yeah, ABI is, like, massive. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, huge ego realization. Yeah. You know, yeah. And also, realizing. Just, like, like, thank God that that happened too, because like, that was I yeah. think the first like desk job that I had. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not, we're not, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. I don't like when people tell me like, maybe you just don't fit in. And it's yeah. like, I'm an actor. First of yeah. all, I can fit in literally anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. this is why I dedicated my whole life to acting and you're telling me I just like I can't (laughs) conform (laughs) I can't take direction yeah that's amazing yeah yeah um but um sorry this is the longest winded question probably ever to get to like (laughs) the, the like what kind of um uh I I I would say I the question was like what projects or like what what did I start working on to be honest, it wasn't until the pandemic happened that I was like, what the fuck am I doing in New York City? Like, mm-hmm. we need some serious reevaluation. And that's actually also when I started getting professional help um, mm-hmm. and therapy wise. Um, Gotta have your team. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have a team. Totally. <laughs> and, and also I had like established like through COVID, I like I met a group of women who were, have like been just extremely supportive. And then like through that met like more people like, so yeah, it took me like three and a half Mm -hmm. years really to like kind of find my footing in New York city. And that's when I got like during the pandemic is like when I got back on backstage and was like, Mm -hmm. I came here to act. Mm -hmm. We got to try this Mm -hmm. again, but in a, um, with a different mindset like yeah. this is a marathon not not a sprint um, right. absolutely so, yeah it was like okay how are we going to like focus how are we going to like make marks like mm-hmm. um, and how are we going to do this that we don't get like burnt out so mm-hmm. I started being like much more deliberate with like what I was applying like what I was auditioning for mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. like the biggest advice that I would give anyone who's like starting out is like be deliberate with like what you want and like what you think is is good for you and like where you fit in in a place Mm -hmm. where like you're you know trying to fit um so I and and from that I um I got this role called uh in a short a 25 minute short called Camara and that was like I auditioned in November I had been like the runner up for the lead and I remember getting the call and like being on in Park Slope on 4th Ave mm-hmm. like coming out of the grocery store and the director 
called me and he was like, we went with someone else. And it was so strange because like my first audition, I had absolutely crushed it. The callback, I was like, I was walking away and I was like, I did exactly what I needed to do. Yeah, I did so, like, my even, absolute best. Yeah, even if I don't get it, that's okay. But I'm you gonna did your job. get it. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, but I, I, something in my head was like, you're that's your fucking role. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when he called, I was just like, you know what? That's okay. I still really want to work with this director. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was like I'm immediately casting you in this other role. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in my head, I was like that was that's my fucking role (laughs) (laughs) like and I swear I like I but you you know yourself too and I feel like those moments are when like you just feel like very solidified and and, like very close to your craft anytime like I leave an audition and I just feel like a very confused feeling about the project about the role about yeah what I did or if like what the hell is happening but like those are great moments when kind of your like creative spirit meets like all these like new people and projects yeah. are like, okay, this is making like really good sense. Yeah. There's connection here. Yes. <laughs> there's like a flow. And yeah, yeah I, I, yeah, there's, there's, I, I can go on about flow forever. <laughs> so we'll, we'll pause that. But um, essentially like a two, to three weeks before we were starting to shoot like I had done in-person rehearsals with as this other character working with like another actor um who I like really uh, again connected with mm-hmm. um, and uh Andrew the director for the short Camara called me and he was like uh you the lead got booked for a lifetime series uh, mm-hmm. do you want the lead and I just like obviously started crying (laughs) you you knew it you knew it I knew it it was like it was so strange I knew wow yeah that happens a lot too I I think so like I actually do and I think like it's it's a very tricky thing because you do have to let it go like you do have to yeah like if 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 you keep thinking like nope but I have that feeling I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get it (laughs) like yeah you're don't get it attached yeah I'm like yeah (laughs) I'm so bad I mean I love to like get attached to things especially if it's something I'm like oh my god I'm so invested in this and like I want it to like be attached to me but it's kind of like the things you know I talk with my therapist about but like I can't control can't control some things yeah exactly gotta let that go yeah I really I mean I think mm -hmm. that that's like it's like I can remember distinct points in my life where it's like okay I let the thing go and like within Mm -hmm. I don't know x amount of hours or days or whatever like the thing came Mm -hmm. back and it's like yeah but that feels and that doesn't always happen but yeah and like you feel like you earned it like those are like I feel like those moments where you feel like oh yeah I earned this like I actually like put the work in and it I got a return like that feels good for sure yeah definitely anyway Mm -hmm. that that was the first project I remember working on that project and it was like grueling it was like Mm -hmm. there was like it was really cold it was like March um 2021 and it was really really cold there was like 
snow it was like started hailing we worked extremely long hours um mm -hmm. and I was in every scene so it was like a lot of work um and that was the moment even though I was getting like four hours of sleep or like whatever mm -hmm. I was just like there is nothing that I would rather be doing than this and that was like this click moment where it's like okay we really need to sit down and figure out realistic realistically how we're going to build a life that I'm still happy with i.e mm -hmm. not doing hospitality not doing like a, a, some sort of desk job like what how making it sustainable making mm -hmm. it sustainable exactly mm -hmm. so that was like the, the the biggest click I would say for me um and just like the joy of what I was doing but also like the the how how do we make it work yeah yeah do you feel like those moments when you're like so exhausted and like completely run down because to me I'm always like like the athlete thing I feel like those are very athletic moments when like you're on set totally. for 16 hours a yeah. day you're only getting like two hours of sleep because like acting is so uh, such a physically taxing practice I feel like that is where the athleticism comes in and I always find those moments so rewarding because it feels like you're uh in the fucking Olympics like I'm like definitely yeah I feel oh like God. I'm racing you know yeah it's like the yeah. I, I think there's like a mixture of like the adrenaline rush mm -hmm. um and this like sounds so freaking corny but like this like synergy where you're just like mm -hmm. like you're you become this machine and you have like this rhythm and you're just like in it and you're going and mm -hmm. you're going and um I think like I like that's 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 more easily applicable or relatable for like sports and whatnot I think mm -hmm. for me for me like especially like hiking or walking and you're just like mm -hmm. doing yeah. the same thing for like nine hours mm -hmm. um but I, I'm, I'm, I'm also kind of obsessed with it. Like, yeah. I, and it's like the, it's also the feeling of like getting knocked down and mm -hmm. then like getting back up and yeah. um, like going through that, like rigmarole, I would say is mm -hmm. just that like, it feels, um, I get a high off of that. Like I, yeah, I, it, it I, like I, sends you through the roof like and and also it's like getting knocked down like to me it feels like okay somebody just like waved the flag and it's like okay go 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 like <laughs> no time to yeah. waste like no time yeah, to yeah, be yeah. present so yeah. you know totally uh, yeah. yeah so yeah it's because like, I'm like oh you know had I not had I not been knocked down, you know, what, I, what would I be doing? I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have anything to do. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I actually like totally, I, I love, like, I love a climb. Like I love yeah, sure. that feeling because like the reward at the top is, mm -hmm. is that's it. It's like that's, that's yeah. the best. Exactly. Yeah. And if it's easy, then you're kind of just like, eh, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Um, but it's like, <laughs> How would you describe your approach to acting or like mindsets or if there's every, if it's different every time? Like, is this like um, technique? Are you, um, or, or I guess so. approach to a character? Or? Yeah, I guess like 
for me or like kind of like what's um like goes through your mind and body mechanically when you look at a piece of text or you approach a new project yeah um and yeah um I, well it's it's definitely obviously like any mm-hmm. art that you consume it's going to be a little bit different always yeah. and I think that's mm-hmm. like the beauty of art mm-hmm. um but uh overall there's definitely like a, a feeling that I get when I read something and I'm either like mm-hmm. this is corny or like mm-hmm. ooh, I can't put this down or yeah. or like for instance I, I just finished like directing a play and mm-hmm. and I told the writer Roman who mm-hmm. is horrible I I was like yes. I told him after the fact of after the run but I was like to be honest I didn't really fully understand what was going on in the play at first but the vibe and the feeling that I was getting mm-hmm. from it I, I I understood perfectly like yeah. I I okay. knew that, that like this tension was happening even though the text I wasn't fully understanding mm-hmm. like it was like a tour and like yeah. what it was that was going on fully but Mm-hmm. um so, so yeah, yeah what, we'll we'll definitely get into Gallerina then because oh yeah I felt the sure. same I felt the same way when I first read Gallerina yeah and I was like I know the vibe I had to read yeah. it a couple times yeah and like map it out in my head to be like yeah so you this totally is, understand this much yeah. this must be such a powerful play because so much of like so much about a good play is like the vibe, you know? <laughs> right, totally. And so yeah. that that I, I would say is the first thing that I'm like sensing when I'm when I'm reading mm-hmm. something is like what what is the vibe here? Um, and sometimes I'm like try and I'm I'll think in different movies or characters and take from different ones that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sort of like making a concoction of like what it is that's like the recipe that I'm thinking about when like this scene is happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it a love scene? Okay, what love scene is it? Is it like 51st mm-hmm. date sort of love? Or is it like mm-hmm. uh, something like Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. sort of love? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so you're, mm-hmm. you're I'm, I think that I'm doing that to try and get like an, an overall picture of like what it is that I'm vibing with Mm -hmm. um in terms of like character breakdown once I know that I guess auditioning too but Mm -hmm. definitely more so once I have the character is like when I start doing like a deeper dive and that's like honest I love just like smoking some weed and like writing 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 Mm -hmm. and it's just like a stream of consciousness and then Mm -hmm. afterwards I can go back and edit and make sure that it actually aligns with the text but Mm -hmm. again it's like after I've read the text a couple times like you know things and you're just you're kind of like again going through that like Mm -hmm. what you're riding that wave like when I'm writing Mm -hmm. the character back down it's like family background you know, uh, certain points in their life that may cause certain traumas or them to make certain decisions. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely going through like every character that they interact with and like what that relationship Mm -hmm. looks like. Um, And that background story Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Like what kind of friend are they? You know, like that kind of thing. Uh, I once asked a friend to also do like a horoscope on a character. Yeah. Um, So like that, that, that I think is like, 
that's fun. Um, yeah. That's that's fun, and that also like really informs. Um, it in it it it's very informative for when you then start working with other actors, and they're obviously having their own take on their character. But if you know mm-hmm. your you, what your ground is in your own self, then like you can mix you you find what that mixes together. Um, Definitely. And yeah, yeah, I I feel the same way when I look at stuff because I have to see things in my mind's eye. Um, So like, or I'll like, I need to draw a picture or I have to look at pictures and meditate on this. I have to write (laughs) down everything. There you go. Yeah. Even though I also have a calendar in my phone. I have like three, five calendars (laughs) and none of them are synced at all. They don't update, no. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm like the same way. I have to have like extreme like visual uh, references within arm's reach. Um, so okay. how did you um, get involved with uh, Gallerina by Robin D'Ambrosio? <laughs> yes. Um, I, it was, it's strange because a lot of people have been like, how did you get into directing? And like quite literally, <laughs> like Instagram, like yeah. Roman and I other like a while back and mm-hmm. um, I had, I was supposed to go to see one of his plays. I didn't end up going, but we still followed each other and mm-hmm. I was following adult film. I had done some stuff with Matthew Gazza and mm-hmm. adult is like another, like, you know, Brooklyn theater mm-hmm. co- like collaboration mm-hmm. or co-op or um, and so I thought they were really cool and still hadn't made my way over. I sort of go between doing film and TV and yeah. doing theater. And so Roman had posted something that was just like, I'm looking for directors. And I messaged him. I was like, hey, like, hit me up. Let me know. Like what? Um, I'd love to, you know, take a shot. Yeah. And he messaged me the script. I read the script. I had this like realization of like understanding this script because it's um it's heavy female mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. um and uh I felt very attuned to not only that like feminine power um but also my dad's an artist and mm-hmm. I grew up um around like wealthy men who yeah uh were pretty conservative I would say oh yeah well, the play um, and, like when I read it it got me super interested and like I'm like oh damn like yeah what is up with the art market you know um I because yeah. I was like oh when I read it I'm like this actually checks out for some reason I don't know anything about like the art trade like the trade part of a yeah. global art market but I'm like why yeah. does this make sense <laughs> yeah yeah um I learned more about that later on in life, but it was more so just like the the feeling of like being, and this sounds so creepy, but it's like totally true, but like being like a pretty young girl and being like, yeah, my dad's the artist and like, da, 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 and like, oh, you must like to do art too. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. acting and, da, and like, sort of like, you know, and like, oh, kind yeah. of just, like and, and you're just mm-hmm. like, a little bit like an ornament um yeah and so like I really loved this play because um obviously 
wow, you know, like, is hella smart and really powerful mm-hmm. and gets the job done. <laughs> yeah. So to catch up the audience, can you give like a little, like, just small, like, spiel about what the play is about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gallerina, I would say, is a play that takes place in the New York City, city in a New York City gallery, like, is very much a part of the scene and there is a uh, gallerist who sells is there to sell paintings obviously and uh, someone comes in who is not only there to sell a painting but perhaps um, inflict some danger (laughs) Uh, and uh, she recognizes this and is like figuring out um, how not only to make career moves but also mm-hmm. protect herself and um yeah it's it definitely shows like capitalism through this like feminine power and also like um mm-hmm. you know uh, how like a woman or, or how women are like kind of able to take their sensuality and mm-hmm. own it and know their self-worth and yeah it, that's definitely been like yeah. a journey for me um and I think mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of women are like um I don't want to say like confused but like just don't uh fully embrace that because we're taught not to um so yeah like I think so many people can relate to this play because I really connected with the theme of you know, trying to figure out how much of myself am I giving away to get something I want and where is that threshold for me? And I feel like Mm. I didn't even figure that out, like where my um, breaking point, my non- Yeah, Yeah, boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, and coming from a like acting background, I was just fine with having no boundaries. I was just like fucking do anything, you know, I don't care. (laughs) And um, it wasn't until like, just having like a really bad experience did I realize, okay, now I know what my threshold is. Yeah. The next time I go into like a job or project or something, I'm just gonna have like these specific things that are just a deal breaker for me. Right. and yeah, I just, uh, it sucks. Cause it's, like, sometimes you, le- sometimes, sometimes you learn the hard way, which sucks. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Self worth thing for sure. Yeah. I think like, it's like, we're taught when we're younger to be like the cool girl, you know what I mean? Like say yeah. yes to everything, blah, blah, blah. blah. And yeah. then you get older and you still have that mentality of like, I don't want to be yeah. difficult or, um, and, and yeah, I, mm-hmm. It sucks, but I do think, like, I definitely learned the hard way, like, Mm -hmm. multiple times until Mm -hmm. I realized that, like, (laughs) um, I needed to figure out what that boundary was. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned, needed to learn how to say no. um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and ultimately get what I want. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think, and also you, you kind of forget that there is a value in uh, being known as somebody who's very clear on what their no's are and what their yeses are. Totally. I'm just like, I'm always like, I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser, but I am like, 
oh, I want to do the best. I want to be the best. Yeah. I want to do yeah. the best I can. Recovering people pleaser, but yeah. Yes, totally. recovering. Yeah, definitely. And um, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to be a problem. I don't want to get in anybody's way, but I just feel like, yeah, be having normal boundaries. You're not getting in anybody's way. You're just yeah. kind of communicating. People want to know what your boundaries are, you know? Totally. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. I. Yeah, I think there are definitely people who like want to know and there are people who like Mm -hmm. you say and like they're good at pushing those and it's like Mm -hmm. how firm can you be in and that's like I think like that comes back to like not only like your self-worth but like your true self like Mm -hmm. this is not what I want to do or like this is Mm -hmm. what I want to do and you've like made that decision and no matter what how someone persuades you like um you're like living in that truth so Mm -hmm. um, yeah I think um I also it's weird because like as an actor like your whole job is to like make a positive impression or like um, be like conform to something and um I feel like just this year like it's just taken me so long to be like oh it's okay if people don't like me either for what I do or like my creative work or my personality. Um, I don't know. I just forgot that conf- like confidence is like defined by like your uh, distance from other people's like opinion, ah, yeah. you know? Totally. I, just I didn't love think that. Of it like that. <laughs> but I guess yeah. it's like, that's the point of like faking it till you make it because once you make it in terms of like your mindset, you're like, oh, I was faking it this yeah. whole time. But then I realized looking back that um, I just noticed those uh, moments where I'm like, why is the confidence not hitting right now? Right. I'm giving so much of myself away. But now I'm like yeah. confident because I'm like, okay, these are the points in my work where I'm just going to be a total asshole. And it's okay if you right. do that. Right. <laughs> because right. I'm confident and, and I- in that. <laughs> totally. I mean, like, I, I, I was actually I was talking about this with my therapist, the other day. Um, <laughs> but it was like, there's these moments of, I, I teach tennis, like semi-professionally, like I have my own business mm-hmm. doing that. And um, I am extremely direct. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. If you mm-hmm. keep doing the same mistake over and over, I am going to call you out on it every single time. Um, obviously Mm -hmm. this is all catered to people who I have worked with for a long time. So it's not like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not an asshole to someone on the first day that I met them. Um, but, but yeah, like big, I think that's actually where like directing came so easily is like, Mm -hmm. because I'm confident in what I know and the skill set that I have, um, -hmm. and what it takes to get better at becoming a tennis player. Um, Mm -hmm. it feels so easy for me to be direct and mm-hmm. to be um not an asshole but to like be firm in in mm-hmm. what it is that I'm saying mm-hmm. and I was talking to my therapist about this the other day is that like <laughs> I'm I'm really trying to even like so for instance this was the first time that I've ever directed something and I could sense that little voice inside my head that was like oh, you're being too much or you're rambling too much or like, Mm -hmm. is what you're saying making sense? Is it landing? Is this a good Mm -hmm. choice? And and it was nice because I could Mm -hmm. be like, "Ah, ah, ah." can't control. Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, no, no, 
you are recognizing you're having this box. Thank you so yeah. much. We're going to tuck you away. Um, you're doing the best that you can. This is your first time. And if you fuck up, that's okay. And we'll learn from it. And blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it was like this. It was a really cool experience because I know that I'm not, you know, this is my first time directing a play, but um, direction comes very naturally to me, like giving it. Um, but it's because I have had years and years of experience doing it. And it's like, it of goes, course, goes in. yeah, of course, there's <laughs> yeah. going to be the, that back of, you know, that, that little yeah. voice saying like, you're not good enough, or you're yeah. not there yet. And it's true. Yeah, maybe I'm not there yet to where I am in tennis, but I've played tennis for 25 years. So, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, I, sh- I really should get back into working out, but I feel like it's good that you have an avenue. <laughs> not should, <laughs> not should. We're oh, eliminating yeah. oh, that yeah, from right. our vocabulary. <laughs> I I actually learned that in program, which is like really helped. It's helped my life. Like these are these certain Language. words like sh- should, <laughs> should, and like, I don't know, even like yes can't. or no. I mean, there's a whole, yeah, can't, can't stuff like that. Or, um, yeah, I I actually learned something like in like program which I really valued. Um, program like computer program. So, you know what? I love that um, you have that association. I went I went to like a program this summer, like group therapy, like group. Oh oh okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was amazing, and I learned a lot. Um, oh, but amazing. I learned in I learned in program that uh, like when you have like those or you get those emails or you get like rejections or like something falls off um or just your expectations are broken like we yeah. have a tendency to say like classic me this always happens to me like of course or like of course this happens to me like and you don't realize it but it's like when we say those things we're actually judging ourselves like you're, you're basically you're, yeah, you're saying like yeah yeah you're never like I, yeah there is something wrong with me and I because I didn't make that connection because I always saw like it's a confidence thing like oh yeah I'm I'm a bad bitch like I'm pretty I'm talented I'm this and, like I don't give a fuck da, da, da. but I didn't but I was still saying those things to myself like this always happens to me um it's all like gonna happen for this gonna be forever like this is mm. gonna go on forever like it's mm. always classic me but it's right. like you know you can't have like you can't do two things at one time so I don't know I just like didn't make that connection that when like you say those things like oh of course I got rejected of course the they're same, gonna say that it's like it's self reinforcing self. kind of yeah yeah exactly it's the the words are spells thing it's like if you're yeah. saying like oh, oh yeah. of course I never get the part it's like mm-hmm. there you go okay mm-hmm. like you're willing like it's the opposite of me being like that's my fucking part <laughs> exactly no literally you literally like did it right because you've spoken into existence um but for like directing so what was it like kind of seeing Gallerina like in front of an audience for the first time? Um, so we had a dress rehearsal and there was two people there that hadn't seen it before, but I, I, I don't want to count that because there wasn't really, it wasn't, I think the like opening night was the, honestly, yeah. it was, got 
so many more laughs than I was anticipating, which I love, like, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. fuck awesome. yes to laughter always. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, it is like quite a serious play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. I love that juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actors will tell you, well, had a very different experience than the audience did because they got into a loop where they like um, sort of went back up in the script. And then mm-hmm. once you're there, you have to sort of figure out where to jump down because you've yeah. just done this text. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was quite terrifying for them. And I literally saw the fear in the eyes when mm-hmm. um Agnes, our gallerina, like looked at me like, "Where the fuck are we?" And I was, yeah. I was like, "There's literally nothing I can do, and any yeah. reaction that I give you is going to just take you out mm-hmm. of it more." And she got out of it along with Max, um, our buyer, um, and I'm like so proud of both of them because, like, yeah, there were moments where they had to flub some things and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But as an audience, the actual performance was really good. Mm-hmm. Like they had these moments where they, like they were, that you're kind of, I, I think of it as like swinging the audience where you're like mm-hmm. creating tension and then you get to release them and then mm-hmm. they swing the other yeah. way. And then you're kind of on this new role and then you go back up again and then you swing them mm-hmm. the other way. Like, and that to me was really fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that time. kind of like keeps it like in rhythm where you like there's yeah. a consistent flow to yeah. the dialogue. Um, yeah, and and this play like needs it slash is like that is mm-hmm. where it breathes because mm-hmm. there is no it's it's two people in the same room. There's hardly mm-hmm. any action. It was like okay. Mm-hmm we're giving you a bar cart so you can fix yourself a drink because like there's literally nothing on the stage other than paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I, it felt, it felt really good. Like obviously, I, awesome. and, and yeah, actually weirdly enough, I was not that nervous. Like that's cool. It sort of was just like, yeah. we're, we're, yeah. We're going to have now, fun now with it. Now it can fly. Yeah. Yeah. The play can breathe and yeah. almost like especially with you know a new play that's so fresh and interesting it's like okay this is like the beginning and you had a part in the plays like uh life almost like now it's like yeah. breathing new air and you like oh, directed really it and it flew into its own like it's life the ether. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's really like that's always like fun to think about because it's like, oh, like I was in a, like, I played a special part and almost like the workshopping yeah. of something. Totally. Um, oh my God, I changed love that. so much yeah. too. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's, that's really awesome. And then kind of when like Gallerina like comes, came to a close, like, what Saturday. did you, what were, <laughs> Saturday? Yes, let's yeah. go, let's go. So it just closed. Three days ago. <laughs> to catch up on everybody. <laughs> it goes on a uh, Saturday um what uh, what are your thoughts and feelings like about directing or if you're yeah. um interested in like directing more um yeah how do you feel about that <laughs> uh definitely um definitely interested in directing more like 
it's funny, like people, I've been on sets as an actor and people have come up to me and I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing, but I think it was in the context, but they were like, have you ever thought about directing? You should direct. And I was just like, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate that. And also have no idea how the fuck I can do that. Um, Mm -hmm. So this play was like really a blessing in disguise. And I hope like um, through it, like, you know, I now have some confidence and now I have like, you know, the vision that we're talking about Mm -hmm. or like the, I want to do these. I'm like putting that, you know, out there. Um, mm-hmm. I want to do this. I mean, um, but yeah. Uh, I sorry. The question was. I'm sorry. I'm totally blanked. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, no. Your feelings on directing. You like you feel good yeah. about it. And um, I like, felt really. Oh yeah, the play in general. Yeah, you um, identify kind of like with yeah, directing. Um, yeah, I felt really good about it. This was like you mentioned the word workshopping and this Mm -hmm. definitely felt like that in the sense that um, we were only in the space, I think two times before our dress Mm -hmm. rehearsal, we had Mm -hmm. very little time to rehearse this play. Um, Agnes, one of our actors got sick uh, Mm -hmm. with COVID. We had like biblical floods here in New York city. Mm -hmm. Like it was, a lot it's of like Zoom rehearsals. <laughs> yeah. And so it was literally like when they did the dress rehearsal, it was like the first time they ran through it. And then, so every play was sort of like this giant leap to like un- figuring out things that worked. Like I was definitely trying to talk to audience members that I knew um, mm-hmm. and ask them, honestly, what is it that Mm-hmm. they weren't understanding because again I didn't fully understand this play mm-hmm. um it's definitely different when it's acted out versus just on a page but um there's a lot to, to take in and so it was really fun in between plays or while I was watching it and also observe like I would take notes during every play and observing the audience and understanding where I felt things lagged or like what oh the way that you know this actor delivered this line tonight something clicked in my head where I was like oh that's what this that's exactly what this like you you Mm -hmm. got it tonight or I got it Mm -hmm. let's amp that up more yeah um so or like you know this applies Mm -hmm. now to this um so like Mm -hmm. finding those moments were really like throughout the the plays run which was like kind of cool um, in workshopping. Ideally, I think maybe you figure those things out beforehand so that every single play is, you know, fully ironed out. Mm-hmm. But by the end, like the last show, I was just like, this, it, they were amazing. Like mm-hmm. the actors were amazing. The way that it was like portrayed, I felt really confident about. I was like, yes, they're hitting every beat. This makes mm-hmm. sense um because there is like this middle section in the play where you're like what the fuck is going on why are these people like what are these people talking about and why does it matter (laughs) why does it matter and so um yeah I I also like my downstairs neighbor is um a really talented performance artist and he came and saw the third show and um, again, like I smoked some weed. I like thought about yes. this play more and I oh literally gosh. wrote down like, what is this play about? Yeah. Um, 
like given what I have right now. And that to me like felt more like I was mapping it out. Like again, after seeing audiences Mm -hmm. not understand fully, because it was like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I now know what it is about, but how -hmm. would I um, translate this? Um, And what are, what isn't, and then from there you can sort of like pick out what's Mm -hmm. really important. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, the process was great. Again, this was my first time doing it so I think going into the next time I'm like oh yes this is what I have to do first this is what I have to do second and like here's where we have like Mm -hmm. you know more room for like collaboration and like yeah yeah, you're well seasoned now (laughs) but we are we are seasoned that's how I I feel like after That's how I feel after I do anything because not because now you can put I mean now you can put that you have that on your resume so whenever I do something for the first time like oh yeah yeah it's on my resume I'm meaning I'm an expert so (laughs) I know I I know what I'm talking about it's in black and white I know exactly yeah no it's (laughs) interesting I'm like trying to produce a play right now um on like a grander scale and it's, mm-hmm. it's very much in its infancy, so I don't really want to say much about it, but we are working with an actual producer who produces Broadway mm-hmm. or off-Broadway things. And after talking with them, it's like that, it's like, you don't know till you know, you know, like, I recognize or I'm old enough to recognize that this is the tip of the iceberg but I'm very excited to see what's underneath yeah so how much wait so how much you're developing a play how much can you say about it or not um it's very early it's very early um the play is very much already developed um Mm -hmm. uh, I was well yeah uh, I don't want to say too much but um I've worked on this play before and um this is we're trying to expand it and and bring it to more people in a bigger setting so Mm -hmm. um but I am also I've written a short and I'm just getting different feedback from people Mm -hmm. over the past like couple weeks and that I'm really excited about because I want to produce direct and probably star in um yes in (laughs) in November so fingers crossed we'll see maybe December But that's really fun because I haven't done that before. And like mm-hmm. um, right now, what I am channeling in my like manifestation or whatever is like, don't ask for permission. So like essentially yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. go do. Like, don't, yeah. don't, like you don't need other people's like confidence behind you or like these kinds of things. Like obviously like you need support and you want people behind you, but like you, there's never going to be that like magic threshold where it's like okay enough people believe in me that I believe in myself like no it's it's funny because so I'm unemployed right now and yeah. I, I very intentionally put my um yeah. degree up here and I really <laughs> I really did think about like getting a fake 
black and putting it under here that just says like some bullshit on it because I'm like like amazing you know, like, most like yeah, like creative yeah. best, best podcast yeah. like amazing <laughs> smile like super great yeah. energy like yeah but but it, I but then I recall like um, when I worked in advertising, there are like so many people who have like awards that ostensibly as- like they just buy themselves kind of. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> so I'm just like, who cares? Like, you know, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, know I sometimes, things. yeah, I sometimes watch, there's like a couple, like, sometimes I watch this um, girl on YouTube who's like this Russian girl and she does like motivational uh videos I don't know Um, but I was like watching a video of hers online and um she says like the title was how to be a queen and she says a queen does not say can I a queen says I would like and I I really liked that yeah I would (laughs) like like I would like this yeah again it's not asking for for permission permission. yeah Mm -hmm. totally yeah it's like you're stating what you like yeah I'm definitely yeah there's oh man yes, yeah absolutely yes and do I think you, that that's like across the board do you ever feel like not stifled but you're like oh I have very because I'm also like a huge fan of like maximalism like I love mm. maximalism and yeah. sometimes I have an idea for something and I'm like oh dear god how could I possibly make that work um yes guess I'll have to try to make something maximalist work on a minimalist plane yeah you know yeah um, yeah for sure it's like I, yeah it's a, like I'm always like oh man if only I had la 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 but I don't so how so, can I make this yeah. work <laughs> I definitely I I think it's important to know how to be scrappy oh yeah mm-hmm. and that's yeah, that's, I think, where I've just been, that's, like, at my core. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I identify with that so much. I um, was feeling some kind of way because I have, like, a LinkedIn page and all of, like, my peers, like, in, like, the professional sphere, or, like, I don't know, corporate, whatever, um, yeah. they all have, like, this like these headshots like I only have acting headshots yeah. I don't have like you're like I'm um, yeah I don't have like you know my I work and I like I know I know what web developer whatever right right and um like collared white shirt like yeah like kind of more buttoned up kind of look I don't you know I only have yeah. like the like steely eyes with like my yeah yeah fancily clad like I don't know I don't know it could work <laughs> I, um but I last this was like a couple years ago because like I was like oh sh-, like my LinkedIn page is like a selfie and I had my husband hang up a bed sheet on yeah. uh, tape it on our wall and then we stacked a bunch of books and put my phone up against it and I had like I wasn't even sitting on a chair because I was like, I really need to make myself look like a person who's like professional and somehow. Yeah. And it weirdly ended up like saving me three hundred dollars because oh, it yeah. looks like professional. <laughs> I want to see but this. Like, Please send it. <laughs> yeah, I will actually have it right now in my. Wait, I'm gonna send you this right now. 
because I I use it still to this day all the time. Let's see. It's crazy, like one picture captured in time, and you're like, damn, that works. Yeah. Like like <laughs> it's, the it's lighting, like, the mood, like my the energy, it works. <laughs> it's like it, it's kind of like the like oh I'm an expert now. Like yeah, I'm a photographer. So what yeah. are you gonna say about it? <laughs> Put it on your resume. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah. Oh my god, Here. it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Period. but you still have the sultry eyes. Uh, and you know what? That's where the balance comes in. That's my yes. feminine commanding like femininity. High <laughs> black turtleneck to show mm-hmm. that we are profess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, but I got you eyes. eyes. <laughs> exactly. I know what I want. <laughs> yes. That's the goal. I would like. <laughs> I would like. Yeah. So that's that. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. So um, so yeah, you you're working on a bunch of stuff right now and you have uh yeah. your tennis stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm this is actually like the first couple months that I like took off work to like just do mm-hmm. projects. Um I also have a play that I'm the lead in that's like going on at the actor studio for a night and I'm really mm-hmm. excited about that just like the people that I'm gonna be working with are just like really good performers and it's I like that, that yeah it's like that feeling um and again like sometimes I, I can only relate it things to like tennis or like sports mm-hmm. um is like this feeling of like uh, knowing that someone's more seasoned than you mm-hmm. and it's like you level up your game just mm-hmm. being around them and mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this um, because yeah the performers we did a table read last week and I was just like blown away I was like oh my wow, god that's awesome. like, <laughs> and shaking at my boots I was like okay yeah <laughs> that's a level new level unlocked new level unlocked that's awesome are you able to like say what the play is or not yeah um the play I actually have it right here it's called solutions and it's by John Buffalo Mailer and Peyton Falls that Salas sorry I said his name wrong Salas hopefully he doesn't hear this (laughs) oh Um, I'm just I butcher people's names every other episode. Just, so it's actually that I read it wrong because there's a bit of yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Anyway, the play is really cool because it was written by these two. Uh, both are actors and really great actors, but also writers. Um, and they switched off writing, and their rule was is that they like couldn't go back and change things. So, I love that. Yeah, and it reads really well. Um, but yeah. I play a dancer slash flip off um, who yes. uh, is getting stalked, and I hire a uh, solutions consultant to try and help me figure out like who the stalker is. But the play itself is like much more like surreal, mm-hmm. um, like yeah, things. It feels much more like you're maybe like in, uh, like you're in an in between. Like it takes mm-hmm. place in, in one in a bar, 
um, mm-hmm. and that's it. And yeah, it's like the characters who come in and interact with her and yeah, it's really fun. Ooh, I really like that. <laughs> yeah. I like, I love surrealism so much. Like Me too. I abstract, like actually the, the play that I'm, uh, that I'm hoping that I'm also trying to get in tandem, trying to get produced um, is very ab- much more abstract than, than uh, anything that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it can be extended more so as like, it can be like, you can push that or make it more realism. And mm-hmm. uh, the writer was actually the director and she just, I mean, it's really cool. Like, it was the same thing with Gallerina, like, having the writer Mm -hmm. there and, like, uh, Roman gave notes and it's just like, Mm -hmm. yes, thank you. Like, you are, like, this missing puzzle piece, of course, because it's your fucking brain. So, like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Of course. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's really, I think it's really special getting to to work with a writer and um, on anything. Uh, So, and, and again, with this solutions play, the um, Buffalo or John Buffalo Mailer is a friend and um, yeah, he's a super cool guy. And I'm just like, it is true what they say is like, you work with your friends. And um, I'm I, part of the reason just like, I moved out to Rockaway for a couple of years and I've now been in the city since, or back in Brooklyn um, since February because I was like, I need to make this, like, I don't have this community of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was like, been, that's been like really intentional for me. And mm-hmm. it's amazing just like slowly finding that and like adult film definitely mm-hmm. feels like, oh, what a beautiful spot. Yeah, perfect. Because I mean, not, not only like is everyone involved, like amazing, inspiring, like yeah. super talented, um, and like aspirational, always be learning from other people, but yeah. it just is such a relief because I'm the kind of person that gets excited to go to work like the night before. Like I will yes. get excited Me to too. go to work. Me too. I um, can't sleep yeah. like before that. <laughs> oh like, I'm like, oh I'm my packing God, my I... lunch for tomorrow, <laughs> you know? But that's like, when obsessed. you know like you're on the right path. Yeah. Like mm-hmm, your, your, yeah, your joy is mm-hmm. in like, all bits of it yes yeah and like the it's like always comes down to the people like it's people yeah. are like the make or yeah. break sometimes like need totally. to find the people Not um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well well where can we find you um you on instagram can find me on instagram <laughs> um at tara t-e-r-r-a underscore lane l-a-y-n-e underscore or you can find me at paralane.com yeah well well, thank you so much for coming thank you so much yeah (laughs) amazing thank you for your vulnerability and um I really appreciate it it's it's like so special thank you for um like just quite literally um fueling artists like it honestly it's it's crazy knowing that people care about kind of these like you know (laughs) there's sometimes I think when you're when you're an artist and you just like you're like fuck no one cares 
And obviously you need to care, but it's also very validating when like there's people who are creating a community um, to get our voices out there. So very much appreciate that. Oh yeah. I mean, I think this is, this is what, like when people started to kind of like reach out to me and like, we're like, I'm doing this like random play. Can I like talk about it on your pod? Yeah. I'm like, yes, because I know exactly what that feels like. Yeah. And like, I know how isolating it is. Like, let's get you on the pod as soon as possible. Whatever you need. Oh my need. God. I got you. So yeah, that's definitely like the community oriented thing because it's like, yeah, it's a vulnerable like craft and like you yeah. feel like very exposed sometimes. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think it's like the best, best way to like, uh, you know, a manufacture consent for like good yeah. arts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and also just like, like you were saying before, um, of just like getting the word out. Cause it's like, yeah, especially artists, it's like, you need to be fucking everything. Like you're an accountant you're like you're doing your art you're like Mm -hmm. your salesperson your marketing team like yeah and it's it's I'm a photographer I'm a a sound engineer now like (laughs) so so but yeah oh gosh thank you so so much yes and oh, my parrot just said bye. <laughs> oh.